like like a hand on the glove. <laughs> in a glove. Uh, Freesia. Wait, that's really weird. Pretend to be talking about like Bono Rue. Be re- recorded by Bono. Ugh, God. Thank Bono's, you, Bono. Thank you, thank you, Bono. <laughs> thank you, Bono. Um, this is just asking the question. It's our podcast where we go hang out in my basement and talk about conspiracy theories. And I'm Alex. And I'm Max. And I'm Brian. And we are here tonight with our executive producer Nina Fishbelly in yeah. the house. All right. Where is Nina? She's working the boards. She's working the boards. <laughs> She's working the boards. What board are the boards? The soundboard. She's oh, she's yeah. producing the she's show. She's working the soundboard. I think she's, you know, like the message board. She's fielding. No, she does it too. She fields the she's calls. Fielding she handles comments. visitors' comments. She yeah. handles visitors to your secure yeah. compound. I think we should get rid of comments on our message board. You know, they're really turning into it's turning into an old. I would like, especially to. I would like to offer to pay people <laughs> to comment if you would like to be a paid commenter to make oh, me God. look good. Uh, just comment like on every episode and be like, everybody like I like this podcast. Max is my favorite. Yeah, or Alex is the best because she's the woman. She is woman, the woman. Uh, bringing a lady's take to conspiracy theories of the day. And a lady's take is your spinoff podcast where you just do one-on-one <laughs> stream of consciousness to the viewer. And also you're supposed to watch that one as well. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, look, look for that on iTunes and we see if you really find it. We should incorporate more of our own personal demographic identities into this podcast. I have been trying to do that from gay one. <laughs> gay one? Wow. Oh, well, that is a Freudian slip. And if you want to... this is the episode where I come out of the closet again. And, and Brian also and is... this time my dad doesn't never talk to me. <laughs> Uh, Brian he's, he's, has. Brian's he came dad, if you're listening, he came around. If you're listening, Brian has been recording like the re- the other episodes that we've done. Brian has been in a closet separate from uh, Alex That's and I. That's true. So he's like an old timey synagogue. I can hear things and shout things through the old timey synagogue. Is my uh, ethnic and demographic <laughs> identity. I'm like an old timey synagogue in a 27 year old man's body. Mine so. is just girl. 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 With a you. Uh, girl. Um. Okay, so today on our podcast, we are talking about disappearing planes, but also disappearing boats. 
and the claims about these disappearances that we right. do not necessarily believe in. Right, we don't believe we're just them. Asking. But we don't, don't necessarily not believe, not believe them. them either. Yeah, right. we're presenting them here without editorializing. Right. Oh, I'm going to editorialize a lot in both, like, every direction. Sure. I'm going to editorialize yeah. and contradict myself probably within the next sentence. Yes, or that is will true. I? Um, into it. Um, and this is also, you know, it's it's uh, it's relevant because we still take planes and boats. That's true. That's yeah, to that's this very, very true. day. Planes, trains, automobiles, and also boats. A spec script sequel that I have written. If you would like to remake that movie with John Candy, who's dead. So <laughs> here's the thing. This has happened a lot over history, and mm-hmm. you might think a weird amount, but then also like so many voyages have taken place and especially back in the day Mm -hmm. when you would sail on a boat made of wood just out into the ocean which is fucking crazy that anybody did that exactly uh so there were many disappearances i don't know if we want to start with Mm. anything in particular i can well let's start historically with the oldest story twa flight 800 because of course ever the oldest story known to man in in a, a television show that brian and i have written it travels back in time to the time of the dinosaurs and crash lands and they have to fight a t-rex using the little oxygen mask that dropped down oh that sounds good yep and then they honestly up, it sounds like a better version of lost well and then they end up getting the t-rex high on uh the oxygen <laughs> And then, uh, you know, he parties with them, and that's right. how the, it ends. And so, also, if you would like to re- read that. Um, or go to our GoFundMe. So, I think, chronologically, my story is the oldest story, and it is a story from 1872. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a ship called the Mary Celeste. Mary uh, Celeste. But before we get into it, uh, we, I just wanted to talk about, this, like, fits the profile of a lot of uh, things, like the Flying Dutchman, which I feel like people generally know is like a ghostly spectral ship that like exists outside of time and death and like is generally seen as a portent of doom. To uh, be honest, I've only known it because Hofstra University, one of Long Island's finest, their team is called the Flying Dutchman. Yep. I've only known it from Spongebob. Spongebob, there is a Flying Dutchman, really great episode, like primo early Spongebob where you really get the absurdist influences, so check that out as well. Sure, yeah, yeah. I think Spongebob. Listen listen to that episode and watch our podcast. Cool. Um... So the, the Mary Celeste fits that boat. It was discovered on December 5th, 1872, adrift uh, off the Azores in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was carrying denatured alcohol, which, if you want to know, is just alcohol used for industrial purposes that they put uh, poison in so that the sailors wouldn't just drink it all, even though it's just ethanol and not at all. Right, you so know, it was totally consumable. poisonous, but theoretically also would fuck you yeah. up. Is and, that... Yeah, but the cargo was completely intact. The captain and crew's personal belongings were undisturbed, and there was no one on board, and they were never seen or heard from again in any capacity. So, what about like the what about the purse? The purse. The ship's purse. The ship w- was wearing a purse. It was beautiful. <laughs> no, like the That's money. Sexist. Um, yeah, that is sexist. N- all of the personal wow. belongings were undisturbed, yeah, so and there wasn't much money on board because it was a cargo vessel. I think. Okay. Now, how many people were on board? Um, let me find Eight. out. Eight. Two. More than eight, huh. uh, but the it was a, it speculated there are a number of crazy things because the the biggest thing is that there was no no incidents of foul play. A lot of ships have like had uh, you know crews m- mutiny or things like that. Um, so some people thought it could be effects from the alcohol fumes. Some people think it could be submarine earthquakes or sea quakes. Uh, water spouts, uh, like literally whisking the entire crew off the deck 
and into a different part of the Atlantic. Uh, there's also my favorite two speculations that it was an attack by a giant squid, which killed everybody on board. Yes, squid. Uh, it's a or squid. a paranormal intervention. That is ghosts, goblins, ghouls, uh, other creatures of the mm-hmm. night. This is very reminiscent to the Twilight Zone episode where the plane lands and no one's on yes. it. Yes, that was the basis of that Twilight Zone episode, really? which is how I found out about this. I was doing some research into a Twilight Zone episode because I am very cool and have a lot of friends. So it's probably the same reason that plane had no people on it. Yeah, which is that it was uh, crazy, Brief and crazy sad. cursed. Yeah, uh, but also probably wasn't it just an insurance thing? Well, I did, do you think they would kill the entire crew just for the insurance money? Um, because I believe... I guess maybe not. Oh, it depends on how much money, right? Yeah, uh, there were hearings. There were hearings. Uh, there were hearings considered uh, held to consider foul play, including mutiny, piracy, and conspiracy to carry out insurance or salvage fraud. No convincing evidence supported the theory. All right, Max. So what do you, there what do you was a rel- think as as a white man. You have a lot of power Oof. in this way. As a yeah. white man, I I would like to think it was the giant squid, just because. Who so, doesn't like the image? what did this squid do? It just reached up and it grabbed them all? All right, we actually had to edit this part of the podcast out because during this, we actually roused a giant squid that lived in the Potomac in Washington, D.C. It reached in and ripped us out and took us to its underwater kingdom of Atlantis, which we were going to cover in our next episode, so look out for that. It's going to be called Trip to Atlantis, Squid Boogaloo Part 2. Check it out. I swear to God, this cookie looks like France. Okay, but as I was saying, before the giant squid attacked us, um... Yeah, so you're, <laughs> I don't really you're, you're understand how a giant... Yeah, I guess you're I'm partially little... right in that... So the Mary Celeste was found adrift with nobody on it. There was no explanation for where the crew went. Mm-hmm. All of the cargo was unharmed. All of their belongings were still there. There was some speculation that the boat that found it had been pirating them, but, like, you know, killed everybody off, but it doesn't make any sense as to why they would actually report it then. Mm-hmm. Um, then so, pirating meant actually being a pirate rather than stealing, like... Well, listen, you wouldn't steal a car. A Jawbreaker album when you're in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to our sponsors, LimeWire, and that one... And the band Jawbreaker. <laughs> and the band Jawbreaker, and that one that was like a bear. You remember that one? It was like a ripping service that it had a bear logo. It was called, Is like, that? Bear... No. No, no. It was like a Lime another... Limewire was always bad. Well, and then scary, I had Frostwire, which is a little Limewire knockoff. So anyway. I've never gotten into those torrenting. I've never been good at it. No. No. This okay. is thrilling. Sorry. Well, on so, that okay, torrent so tangent... that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and so then it was... But it was later... So the ship was still serviceable, so it was put back into service. Mm-hmm. And then was later used for an insurance fraud uh, situation because of the nature of the ship. And there was speculation that it was cursed. Please <laughs> crinkle as much paper as possible. Just could. Please crinkle that directly into the mic. Let's just get a couple. I'm gonna get a couple seconds of crinkle tone. We can have. Can everybody? It's actually full. It's fully work. We're in the middle of a. Our the... fully work class. <laughs> yes. We were having our Foley work class before we started doing And actually, Dave Foley is our teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Foley is Foley work. But this is actually just, it's just static. static. Yeah, because we are broadcasting on, a bad connection. on an AM band yeah. in the D.C. area Well, well that's 7. how we have to get the word out. Okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> most preppers do have an AM radio. That's probably true. Anyway, the point being that there was uh, a bunch of fraud with this thing, and so it was uh, scuttled uh, by the... 
But the but it was actually resurrected, right? Like someone. Yes, but what actually is another wrinkle to this story mm-hmm. is that in not to be too topical, but in a uh, sort of old timey version of fake news, Arthur Conan Doyle, uh, the author of the Sherlock Holmes books, wrote a short story based on this happening that was from the perspective of a crew member, and a lot of what is in that story, which is kind of a macabre gothic horror sort of story mm-hmm. has entered like the public imagination is what actually happened the giant squid no if only it's like not even that it's like ooh, i read it and then i forgot what happened but it's like blah 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 it's like also written in the like an old-timey log to give it like verisimilitude which mm-hmm. means it is boring anyway Snoozy. books are dumb uh yeah one thing we don't on do YouTube. for this podcast is read any books yeah um, if our president doesn't, I don't have to be there. Do you think that Donald Trump has ever finished a book besides no. maybe Art of the Deal? No, he never. I don't think he ever read it. No. Really? Hmm. I kind of think this he read it. An actual idea. You know, but you know how people that don't read when they read a book, they tell everyone. You know, like people that like don't generally read a ton of books, and then they finish a book, and they're like. I just read also, this book. I want to tell you about it. I kind of feel like that's Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also... 8,000 pages long and turned into a like, B-movie with Meryl Streep. Okay, something uh, that's not... A, oh, sorry, were you... No, no. No, no, no. You have other stuff you want to talk about with the No, the no. I was looking at the list of Ghost Wikipedia page and I found one about a headless nun. So we're going to do oh, another whoa, episode. Wikipedia. We're going to need to... We were actually talking earlier about... Uh, yeah, yeah, don't tell them our secret. Yeah, we were talking earlier about what our next topic should be, and we were thinking maybe ghosts. No, but, that's not what we were talking about. No, you weren't here. It was before you showed up. I yeah, but we were talking about. Where Brian was late, everyone, because he was on the bus, and the bus driver had disappeared. To swap out. Disappeared. Oh, <laughs> did. Um, okay, but I would like to talk about. So that that was eighteen seventy. 1872. 1872. Whoa, that made a difference. I would like to fast forward about, well, you guys are having a moment. I'd like to fast forward about 70 years to the 19, late 1930s. What, happened, what was going on? Um, well, in 1937, celebrated aviatrix Amelia Earhart embarked on her Ooh. second attempt to cir- circumnavigate the globe. Second attempt? What happened to the first one? She just had to give up because she was a, a woman. <laughs> yeah, she got her period <laughs> yeah. in flight and she was like, I can't do it. Can't do it. So she had to stop. She yeah. had to file her report to my pen. <sighs> yeah. Her it was really unfortunate. Um, no, but the second time she tried to do it, on July 2nd, she and navigator Fred Noonan, uh, yeah, he was a man, vanished while flying over the Pacific Ocean no one remembers uh, on their way to a largely uninhabited coral atolli, atoll, atoll, not atolli, that's not a word, atoll. Uh, <laughs> called Howland Island, uh, and to this day her fate remains a mystery. So what the man would want you to believe mm-hmm. is that she crashed in the ocean She's and, idiot you know, woman. late, like, 1930, 1937, uh, air traffic monitoring was just not very good, and they weren't able to find her. But here are some other things that also might be true. I believe them. We're not saying that these are true, we're just asking. <coughs> I just want to ask the question. What if she was a secret spy who actually survived uh, the voyage and lived her final years in hiding? In, like, Russia? I mean, it was 1937, so... Could have been a Soviet spy. Could, she could have been a Soviet spy, yeah. Or she could have been... Going, like faking spy. her death. Oh, I was thinking as an American spy mm. to go full undercover. Oh. Like Amelia Earhart dies, and then suddenly, I don't know, like another persona. Let's like, let's just say Kitty 
Jenny. Maverick. Kitty Katie Dukakis. Well, I was going to say Katie Maverick, the air pirate of the skies, mm. which is a character I just made up. Katie Dukakis makes more sense. Katie Dukakis, yeah, also died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Well, this story goes that Earhart was reportedly held captive for years, but Roosevelt uh, didn't say anything about her whereabouts because he didn't want the public to know that he'd hired this super famous female aviatrix to monitor the enemy, which is what she was doing. I didn't know there was a female version of Aviator. Well, I, yeah. I mean, that's No, that makes sense. I'm, I'm learning. Like, women can fly planes too, Max. No, I just thought that they would all be called aviators. No, I mean, like, no, it's fine that you would assume that, like, the default would be male, I guess. Oh, I was making the default non-gender, because there's a lot of non-binary, binary, non-binary people who want to fly the friendly skies, so. I am pissed that I've never been on a commercial flight with a female pilot. I'm pissed about that. I, like, every time I get on a plane, I wonder. And every time I get on a plane, I'm disappointed. Your missus, why you're gonna become... No, hell no. no. No, absolutely not. No. It's like shitty hours, and I hate flying. I hate planes. Like, I just, I always think that it's going to be nice. Like, oh, you get to sit in, like, a box and read a book or, like, watch a movie. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there that sitting in a box reading a book doesn't sound great. Well, it's like great. a long time, you know? It's like some time where, like, you usually can't even use your phone, so yeah. you're, like, forced to, like, do something meditative. But then I always just feel like... Meditative? You have, like... Sick and yeah. like my skin breaks out and I get really like gassy mm-hmm. and like also just, I just being herded it. like cattle onto a public transportation. Yeah, there's always other people there that are gross. Of a fucking time. Um, and then another uh, and last and final uh, Amelia Earhart is that her plane crashed in Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Ooh, goner. Yeah. They probably thought she was a witch and killed her. So pretty much, there's two. I'm dead serious. There's the two huge massacres of women in Papua New Guinea because of accusations of witchcraft. And maybe they thought she was a witch because she fucking fell out of the sky. Oh, yeah. Like I would too, frankly. Yeah. Um. So basically, you know, maybe she survived the crash. Uh. Maybe it wasn't a crash. Maybe she was flying somewhere intentionally. All uh, along. Maybe it was a false flag to distract the country about the state of the economy. Ooh, good point. Also, what if she hit some sort of, like, paranormal time warp? Yeah. Or a ghost curse? Or a soul net? Yes. Or any of these number of things that I've just invented. (laughs) Soul net is my favorite dating 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 website. Yeah. Where you have to be into soul music. No, it's where you meet men who have soul patches. (laughs) And who love collective soul. Mm -hmm. And that's, by the way, 100%. If a man has a soul patch, he loves collective soul. (laughs) Um, Brian, with who has a soul patch, is nodding. Yeah, I, I do. Brian, your uh, soul patch is so well maintained. Thank you. It's right here on my uh, soul, my chin. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I would say, like you know, it's a tragedy when like a woman dies. Yeah, and, and much more so than no when a man cares dies. About other plane crashes, so many people died. It's like, uh, like can we keep up with this. Speaking you know, like, of one woman and, and like a guy. Mm-hmm. This is like, oh, we can connect. You know how like you know how when you get on a plane and people are you know, if if someone's nervous, maybe when they're flying, uh, you'll say like, Oh, you know, the the chances of you getting in a plane crash are like smaller than your chances of getting attacked by a shark. 
I hate that because I don't want either of those things to happen, and I'm always worried about <laughs> both of them happening. It would be terrible if they happened. Every at time once. I go to the ocean, I think about getting attacked by a shark, and I know that it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But like, what if it did? Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out that I was looking up some additional information about Amelia Earhart, and an article from two days ago popped up, which says UT, University of Tennessee, Mm -hmm. professor investigates Amelia Earhart's disappearance. So apparently, uh, this guy, buh, 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 spawned an investigation. Alan Williams. Okay, the person, oh, Dr. Richard Jantz, and it literally is just like, oh yeah, we think he ditched her plane off of Gardner Island. Ooh, but there was a report of bones found on that island in 1940. Bones, you say? Mm -hmm. Like animal bones? Yep. And they were like, well, maybe she left these bones here. These animal bones are hers. Yeah, oh, she had her dog. Well, she always flew with her menagerie. Yeah, she had 16 different animals. Yes. They were all birds. Oh, birds. Yeah, but they were all sets of two birds like a male and female parakeet, a male and female pigeon. I can't think of any other birds, but uh, there were a, a storks, lot of birds. pelicans. Which, frankly, was probably why she crashed, because they were always flying no, see, around. around. Okay, yes. here's what I think, is that the plane started to go down, and the birds all collectively grabbed the wings and <gasps> flapped their wings together to give That's her a so soft cute. landing, mm-hmm. but the strain killed all of them, and then she kebobbed them and roasted them immediately. Well, they would have wanted They would have wanted that. distracted look that you're describing death of the most innocence. <laughs> yes, of course. You I don't like, think that pigeons are the most. I think that pigeons are horrible and disease. Why are we ganging up on poor little diseased pigeons with their tumor feet? They're you not know? poor little diseased. They pigeons. are poor They're... little thing. I, I saw. I saw someone like feed a pigeon. Good. And make frankly, no. We should have more it. of that. Yeah, I was like, because they're gross. They like, like don't. Him they first of all, they straight up don't have souls. All right, first. All right, let's cut this. I don't, wow. I don't okay. Like this. I don't like this. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We're doing do it live. live. <laughs> let's cut. Let's cut. Okay, wait. Hold on. What if we had a live? Just asking the question. Yeah. Oh, we can have our friends come over and watch. It'd be like Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> we have no other friends. Uh, Yoki will come over. Yeah, Yoki can come over. Matthew, Lane. Just naming a bunch of people. Now we're just shouting out all our friends on the Uh, podcast. uh, Shout out to Lane. I know you're listening. Um, Bye. So, okay. So we talked about Amelia Earhart. We talked about some boats. But we gotta talk about the big ones. But here's what the... Here's what our view... Yeah, it's like snooze (laughs) What if we moved into the 21st century? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Our view listeners... Are and those are people who watch our listens. How many listens we get? Our on view, iTunes. viewer listeners. Yeah. Yes, and them too. Are are asking themselves right now? They're like Alex, Brian, Max. I get it. You guys are great. You're mm-hmm. so smart. Yeah. But why is this relevant to me? I live in the 21st century. That's right. I uh, travel by air. Let's say daily. Mm. I fly <laughs> to and from a mm. different city. Uh, as part of a scam and, <laughs> to and you defraud have a airlines and they have a uh, using, phone. let's say, crime sure. um, and criminal ways. Mm-hmm. And 
Mysterious Ways. Is that the name of that movie song? She moves in mysterious ways. She she does move in mysterious yeah. ways. Amelia Earhart. <laughs> Amelia Earhart definitely moves in mysterious ways. Insofar as no one knows where she is. And anyway, you're saying all of this she's out loud alive, to she's iTunes. Alive. She's not alive because she she's would be like a hundred and. She's listening something. Oh, Amelia Earhart is going to show up and beat our ass after She's this. She's old as hell, I think I can Old her. as hell. Okay, but you're saying, <laughs> yeah, how is this... You trade with, like, also, people of whatever mm, island where it's a proud mm, people. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> a real fine line, proud, Mr. President. Very proud people. <laughs> we're going to edit that. Right, we'll take that out in post. Here is uh, where, uh, here's where we're saying this is relevant to you. You may have, if you've ever watched cable news, yeah, torn yeah. your eyes out and thrown them in the ocean. But if you didn't, <laughs> you may have seen some of the stories, such as... Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. One which, of the 30 flights that's disappeared in the past year? Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it. If you watch any CNN at all, which I used to do at my last job, because there was a TV in the lobby on at all times. Hmm. Normally turned to MSNBC, but sometimes turned to CNN. And also, this is where everyone else on this podcast still works, so... Uh, wow, way to out us. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so, I was so immediately fascinated with MH370. I was, like, obsessed with it from the jump, which, for the record, was March 8th, 2014. Oof. So, we're coming up on three years ago. And just recently, just this past month, the Malaysian government announced that they were closing the investigation and they were not going to continue investigating. Investigation solved. The disappearance. Not even because it was solved, because they were like, oh, we're done. Like, I think the official government conclusion was that it could have been like that Twilight Zone episode where there was yeah, a goblin on the wing. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was yeah. <laughs> the goblin on the wing yeah. seems plausible. Goblin on the wing syndrome was the diagnosis. Jesus take the wheel, goblin on the wing. Goblin take the wheel. So... Uh, a couple years ago, my boss, my then boss, and I went on a trip to a conference, and I flew there on a plane, and I read, like, a Kindle single on the plane, which is, like, a Kindle book, single. but if you only want to read, like, One 80 book. pages, yeah. It's like a fan fiction, kind of, um, and it was about MH370, and it was this one guy's, uh, like theory of what could have potentially happened. His name, I think his name was, um... I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> um, so basically his theory was that, <clears throat> so just for the sake of laying out the facts, Malaysian Airlines Flight 370 was on its way from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing, uh, everything was going, what? what no, it thinking? wasn't. Yes, it, it was. was. It was from, like, Australia or something. It's Malaysian Airlines, so it was flying from Really flying to Beijing, yeah. That's I thought it was from Australia Beijing. to Kuala Lumpur, and it, like, just crashed somewhere in the Indian Ocean. That crashed in Beijing. Um, <laughs> that's why he never saw the, <laughs> such a small, quaint well, town. Well, listen, Beijing. they want you to think that it crashed in the Indian Ocean. Ooh, great right. point. Okay. It was flying to Beijing. The government to Beijing, always wants right? you to think what happened. Oh, uh, you what know happened. what? It was flying to Beijing. A man <laughs> has confirmed. A man. Don't worry, everyone. A man has confirmed. So, for those of you who are not currently looking at a map of the global south. Um, what are you even doing, you idiot? If, you, <laughs> if you're flying from Malaysia to Beijing, uh, you know, you're going over the Indian Ocean, but not necessarily, like, by a significant amount. Like, I think you're looping around, and then you're going right. to It depends on the flight path, which yeah. I know I mean, literally I don't know nothing about. Yeah, right. Yeah, I obviously do not know. For the Indian Ocean, specific, right? 
We're it's not talking both. about. We're talking about. It spans. Indonesia is southeast. Indonesia is comprised Malaysia. of many islands. Right. Malaysia. Right. And then Indonesia is southeast of that. Right. And then Australia is below that. So you right. just wanted to establish where Indonesia was <laughs> for no, no reason. I, I was just trying to say, <laughs> is it in the Pacific? Not a player in this story, but it's in the. It's also in an island. Like it's in. Like I'm genuinely curious. Is it Indian Ocean or Pacific? It's in between. Indian Ocean. It's in between. No. Indian Ocean is to the west of Malaysia. Pacific Ocean is to the east. Right. So then Indonesia is in the Pacific. It I spans guess. both because it's several islands. Yeah. It's like thousands of islands. It's like, it's like also, two. side note, kind of <laughs> crazy that India gets its own ocean, you know? Right. It's I like, think... what about the white man? We don't have <laughs> I think another disappearance yeah, is hey, about to happen. Uh, hey, other white man on this podcast, what do you think about that? Yeah. Not a fan. Disown. <laughs> I'm going to throw you under the ghost bus right here. Uh, so, okay. But can we go back to the topic at hand, which is... Yeah. Not sure. not Asian geography. It is Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. So it was supposed to go to Beijing. Uh, everything was totally normal. Took off normal. They received like consistent signals from the plane uh, until suddenly it just like disappeared. It Went off the radar. Yeah. And their last signals from it indicated that it was on track uh, over the Indian Ocean, but. Um, but they never found it, and so the theory was that it must have just flown into the Indian Ocean, basically, yeah. and at some point either run out of fuel or crashed on land or something. Uh, and, and one of the primary conspiracy theories, uh, or not conspiracy theories, we'll say, but just theories. Theories that are conspiratorial <laughs> in nature. Is that it, it, that's not possible because if a plane hit the Indian Ocean at terminal velocity, it would have exploded into so many pieces that it would just be inevitable that those pieces would be washing up, like, en masse. You know what? That's a relief, because I always worried if a plane with me in it were to, like, drown, like, we would have to, like, see the water come in. If we just explode, that's a lot less painless. Yeah, it's probably a lot less painless. But they found, so they they found a few pieces of debris um, on the coast of Africa uh, and on Indian Ocean islands first discovered in 2015 that they were confirmed as pieces of Flight 370. However, the bulk of the aircraft has still not been located. So, I mean, there's so many... It's just crazy to think. Like, I remember in real time being like, it is so ridiculous that a plane with some almost 300 people on it... Can just disappear. ...would disappear. And there's, like, a real-life tragedy element of all these families that are like, hey, where's my, like, loved one that was on this plane... Brian's making faces about tragedy. Again, I'm a, I'm gonna just disown this real quick. Um, so you know, it's it's fascinating and and like crazy, but also like genuinely very sad because all these people died, or did they? What if I told you I had an explanation for everything? Tell us what it is. Uh, so there is a conservative activist by the name of Jim Garrow, and Garrow has. A great long white beard like Santa Claus, mm-hmm. uh, and he like travels and does tea party events, uh, right wing radio, and he claims to be this intelligence uh, agent who, because President Obama screwed him over, is now speaking the truth about how like 
Andrew Breitbart was killed, not like had a heart attack, hard heart attack because he like does cocaine all the time. <laughs> um, how Obama, one of my favorites, how Obama's gonna fake, he's gonna make contact with aliens, but it's not really gonna be aliens. He's gonna pretend to make contact with aliens mm -hmm. to then invite Canadian and Russian soldiers to occupy America. By the way, thank God that Obama is still the president. He's still, uh. he still has time to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, can you imagine if the United States government was collaborating with Putin's Russia? I think that would be almost unbearably horrifying. It would truly be unthinkable. Not something I can imagine happening. Well, fortunately, uh, as Jim Garrow notes, Obama did one good thing, and that was the disappearance of MH370. <laughs> so Garrow's, you know, Obama's a devil, he's antichrist, but he did credit him... At least him. he killed that airline full of Well, people. Well, here's what happened. Uh, according to Garrow, there were people on that very flight who were about to, were trying to smuggle some sort of very advanced military technology to the Chinese. So America, somehow, directed the plane Prayer. to Diego Garcia, which is a British territory in the Indian Ocean, where they, uh, agents boarded it, got the information or the technology that was supposed to be smuggled to China, and then proceeded to murder the, the people smuggling it, and then said, okay, well, now you can all take off to Beijing as if nothing happened. Mm -hmm. While then bot, like putting like some explosive on it so it blows up, but tricking all these people so at least they felt like slightly assured that they were going to live. I like that weird wrinkle that he somehow knows. Like the conspiracy, almost you can, you can see how he gets there. And then it's like this weird thing where it's like, and then they tricked them to blow them up in the sky. Yeah. It's like where it gets... It's just Obama's... I, I would like to just say for the record that uh, I have not done any research into MH370, but mm -hmm. I, right now I'm very frustrated. I'm trying to pull up the website, thehuntformh370.info slash content slash Blaine's Independent Investigation, and it is website. not loading, if you can even believe it. If my website doesn't have at least, like, six, like, file... So I was saying before, wait, sorry, finish your thought. Well, I was going to say that this was just like one of several conspiracies about MH370 that related back to President Obama. Yeah. Because conservatives did. blamed him for like everything and it was like, why did it go down under his watch? Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember there was one Fox News host whose name escapes me, so I'm not going to smear anyone wrongly, but there was someone on Fox News who was convinced that terrorists hijacked MH370, landed it in Pakistan, and are now about to use that plane to commit a huge terrorist attack. Mm. So we may see it again. I think that that seems uh, entirely plausible, and in fact very likely. I, um, I forgot to finish my thought earlier, which is that oh. I, I read this Kindle single about the disappearance of flight yeah, MH370. I thought you were going to say, tell them how great Kindle <laughs> Yeah, they're so great. <laughs> Uh, it was by this guy named Jeff Wise. Jeff Wise. Wise. Uh, who's a technology writer. Coincidence? Um, no. And it was like very, it was very much in the in the vein of just asking the question, in that it was like, here's a theory that I don't want to endorse, like endorse or condone in any way. I'm just gonna put it out there publicly. in excruciating detail and, and having done a ton of research. So his theory is that MH370 was like cyber hijacked. Meaning that hijackers, rather than taking control of the plane, like physically, basically just commandeered all of its, was saying, yeah. commandeered all of its navigation systems and basically transmitted signals to like the 
ground control saying, okay, we're on track, don't worry, and then blacked out all those signals, and then flew the plane to Kazakhstan, where sure. the Russian government bought it for some bounty. They just bought a commercial air. Well, I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> I, guess, I guess they, I guess well, they that's, could probably that's... get their own. I don't know what the mode is. Aeroflot. Yeah. That would. That's what I was gonna hey, say. I've flown Aeroflot and it sucks. No, <laughs> wait. It. Was the fact you don't know what the motive is because you only could buy an excerpt of that book? No, it wasn't an excerpt. Never... It was the whole book. It was okay. a Kindle signal. It's single. It was only like it was seventy pages long. Or like the entire Kindle can only hold one book. <laughs> yes. They're called Kindle fires because you're supposed to burn them after you read them. But I read it on the plane. I read the whole thing on one flight. Yeah. And I, plane crashes on a plane. Yeah. And I, uh, I, uh, I was a little compelled just because it, it was in excruciating detail how one might cyber hijack a plane. the plane that you were on was cyber hijacked and flown to Kazakhstan. Yeah, well, yeah that's another episode, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I, I didn't I guess I didn't realize how incredibly I mean of course it is but like I didn't realize how incredibly complicated like plane navigation is like your plane is constantly pinging satellites which in turn are pinging the ground that so there's just this better. constant loop like and you're and it's basically like your pings are measuring where you are in space mm-hmm. using like you know sonar Distance, yeah. yeah and so it's uh it's super complicated and also super like fuck upable like you could skew it really easily um, so that's the theory that this happened and they took it to Kazakhstan and, you know, hey, what did they do with it there? I don't know, but something, presumably. Something, yeah. yeah. Something bad. They used it for a music video. Yeah, they used it for a music video. Here's another theory about MH370, uh, that it was consumed by a black hole. Maybe. Uh, it received, this theory received considerable attention when From Don, when Don Lemon asked on CNN whether it was preposterous that it could have happened. Well, now I really don't <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, you know, maybe just a tiny little black hole. Maybe I actually hole? was just watching a Futurama about Titanic with a black hole. Oh, yeah. And uh, now I think... Check out Bite My many... Shiny Metal podcast, a yeah. uh, podcast that I also do, that I have yet to shiny publish. <laughs> Bite My Shiny Metal podcast. That's um, hey, here's another conspiracy theory. Uh, what if Pitbull and Shakira's song, 2012 single, Get It Started, displayed prior knowledge of Flight 370's appearance. The lines cited most often by advocates of this conspiracy theory are, MH370 will crash in the ocean because we have predicted it. We are golden gods. Kazakhstan is stealing our, (laughs) stealing Malaysia's planes. Yeah. Um, No, the the lyrics are, quote, no Ali, no Fraser, but for now off to Malaysia. Well, <laughs> it's a really clumsy <laughs> rhyme about. Uh, I'll admit, I did not. I did not read this before the podcast. I just saw a section of the Malaysian Airlines Flight Three Seventy unofficial disappearance theories uh, Wikipedia page called Pitbull and Shakira, and I thought I'd skip ahead to that. What are you using for your research? Uh, Primary sources. Primarywatch.org. The only place I get any news. Thank you. Um, so anyway, they, you know, they called off the investigation. Uh, I, for one, uh, just have a really hard time believing that it crashed in the Indian Ocean, even though I realize that probably that's what happened. Just because I guess it just seems so terrifying that uh, an entire plane full of people could disappear in 2014. Now, there was a Twilight Zone where a plane went so fast it went back in time. Do you think that's what happened? That, uh, thanks to, I'm looking up 
theories right now, and I just read that one, but the credit is just to Reddit. So, uh, that's True. the only source I'm going to say that but we should not endorse. This Reddit question. and me, two sources that are very True. reliable, mm. uh, have both said it, so that gives it extra credibility. I think that, uh, you know, we need to... Uh, two think, negative numbers. <laughs> well, coincidence? <laughs> is it a coincidence? I was asking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I hope that no flight that I'm ever on disappears, and if it does, I hope that I can at least know what happens, and then write a book about it. It would be, you would want... Or a Kindle single, at least. I think you'd want to be on, like, a very small plane, much like Amelia Earhart, because no one knows any of the names of these big airliners that go down, unless they're famous, which I doubt. Famous people will never... Oh, I thought um, I thought you were this, I thought you were doubting Alex's like ability to be famous. Right. Yeah, well, I mean that's other people. Enough. People say Alex Hart, you know, yeah. whoever the other two are. Well, sure. Yeah, <laughs> a little a tiny planes just seem like they're gonna go down. That's just every time I've flown yeah. in a small plane, it seems. I, uh, I saw a small plane. Crash. I kind of like it. Well, what? It actually crashed. But I saw the crash site. Uh, yeah, I was driving from Delaware to DC and in Maryland, right next to the highway, like not. Like, probably over 10 yards away was an entire tiny plane's crash. And they all lived. Looked it up as soon as I got home. Well, you, for, the, for the view listener at home, you missed Brian's <laughs> disappointed face <laughs> at everyone live. living. For Christ's sake. I'm just saying, I thought Why crash the plane some, if you're going to live, I thought dummies? I'd yeah. see some carnage, but no. This is a I good always time get a little out. bit excited when I'm on a plane and the captain's like, everybody buckle up, we're going to hit some rough air. So I'm like, yeah. Some rough air? Yeah. What kind of fucking 1940s fighter pilots do you have? They're always like, turbulence ahead, I hope everybody buckles <laughs> down. That's, that's a pilot. <laughs> pilots always call it rough air. I've never heard that before. And I've, I've flown on over one plane. Oh, well, I guess your sample size is so many. It was two planes. I was just on a plane like a week ago. and Where were you going? I was coming home from Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And why were you in Miami? Because I wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. For a trip with my friends. What a convenient excuse to traffic. Friendship. Heroin. Oh, yeah. Oh. Also friendship. Most, oh, no, that's mostly the, friendship. That's the street name. Small friendship. Quantities. You want to you wanna buy a bag of friendship? <laughs> I'm sure that the Miami airport is a terrible place to try to smuggle drugs, though, because it's like the, like... You know, drugs. hub for a lot of flights from and also Central very and South very little America. clothing. Not saying that that's very little drugs clothing. I love Miami though, and I wanted to put a little endorsement in on this podcast for Miami, uh, great city. Sorry that you're going to be gone in like ten years. Yeah, Otherwise, maybe we should know. do some plugs for for people or places or things. Do you want to do that to wrap up? Yeah. I don't know if we have more. No, I I have no more conspiracy. There's I was a lot of address these. CWA flight eight hundred. Oh, please. go ahead. You know, I feel please like address it. Like speak to it. Uh, so I, as some of you may know, I am from Long Island. As natives pronounce Long Island. Long and Island. When you're from Long Island, like TWA flight eight hundred was the biggest thing since like Slice Billy Joel like <laughs> stopped at your hometown's diner. And like shook hands with the waitress. And then like, later, honestly, after the events of this, crashed a car <laughs> yeah. into your hometown diner. Because <laughs> you have a horrible problem with drunk driving. So get better, Billy. So, TWA Flight 800, as we all know, was shot out of the sky mm-hmm. after it went from New York to France. And by shot of the sky, I mean it crashed. But many people <laughs> say it shot out of the sky, or at least ask, 
wasn't shot out of the sky <laughs> because Bill Clinton was trying to cover up an affair that was about to be released to the public, and he needed a distraction. God, if there had been even one iota of evidence for Bill Clinton committing an extramarital affair, he would have never been in the way. Or, you know, anything creepy. Really, yeah. that he might have done. Yeah. No, yeah, he's <gasps> just, his spotless record couldn't be besmirched, my favorite word in the English language. It's a good word. Uh, so what do you think happened? Well, what I think happened is whatever I read on the internet. And okay. the internet told me that it may not have been shot out of the sky, but there is definitely some fishiness going on thanks to feminism. Oh, gross. <laughs> and, of course, fishiness. we're now going to have to link in Hillary Rodham Clinton. Fishing. Who, just so you know, wasn't just hated in 2016, but yeah. was also hated through the entire 90s. Yeah, and the 2000s. And the 2000s. Yeah. And I'm going to actually go ahead and book it and say, like, she's probably going to still be getting hate in the 2020s. Uh, yeah. It's probably still going to be happening. Likely. Yeah. So, according... But, you know, one small glimmer of optimism might be that she might be receiving less hate than she would have were she the president. Yeah. But I would still take her being the president. Yeah. Uh, if, if that well, were an we got to get on a plane and get him right to go now. so fast that we travel back in time. And warn people that Donald if Trump you are, actually will win. I saw an Onion headline that was like... Secret Service shoot and kill like 470th like um, it's during inauguration weekend like Secret Service shoot and kill like 470th time traveler <laughs> <laughs> traveling back in time to stop him from getting inaugurated. So for <sighs> our true history of Hillary's murders, which we've addressed on a podcast, yes. Hillary did not just kill TW Flight 800. However, because she was a feminist, appointed some female attorneys to the Justice Department Gross. who would empower feminism uh, and then would be used to pursue the Clinton administration's policy agenda and their cover-ups. So it is questioned, did Hillary sick her shrill feminist attorneys oh, to them. the crash site to cover up any evidence of foul play in order to protect Bill Clinton just before or after, I don't know, an election? I mean, there's an election... U.S. every two years. Sure. So there's always going to be a reason to do a cover-up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Especially if you're, like, Hillary Clinton, because you've right. had so many murder cover-ups. Right. Well, oh, at this point, like, you're just like, you already have a whole strategy. Yeah. yeah. Can, we okay. say, can we definitively say <laughs> that Hillary Clinton did not pull the trigger on a Stinger missile to take out that flight and also MH370 and also traveled back in time to kill the crew of the Mary Celeste? Honestly, we she could have. I mean, can you show me yeah. one, like, historical tragedy right. that wasn't her fault? Like, or her I don't know her alibi. Where was she when the Celeste people disappeared? Yeah, like, so exactly. it was 1870. Was like, she? she wasn't born yet? Yeah. Oh, a little convenient. Story. How a little convenient, convenient that she yeah. wasn't yeah. born. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, she just lies so much. If she says she wasn't born yet, I'll probably think she was yeah. born then. Also, yeah. Marie Celeste is a woman named Hillary woman Clinton. A woman. Is a woman. She's there in on it. Wow. I'm so I'm glad, glad she wrapped this all together. I'm also so happy that she's not in the White House so because I think clearly she would just be. So I think that TBA Flight 800, Amelia Earhart probably killed by Hillary too out of jealousy. What if Amelia Earhart yeah. is Hillary Clinton? Whoa. What? Whoa. Yeah. What she if is. Hillary Clinton is. is a timeless? Yeah. She's like the Nicola, female Nicolas Cage. Just yeah. Time. She's like the female <laughs> Nicolas Cage in so many ways. That's actually her bio. <laughs> What if Amelia Earhart was <laughs> cursed? History. Amelia Earhart crash landed, right. met like a wizard. Was Not saying cursed. people in the Pacific practice these pagan. Religions. No, no, no. This was a totally. This yeah. was an alien. Could have been anywhere, okay, right. this wizard he carved fellas. Bill Clinton out of a banana <laughs> and brought him to life. The wizard's curse made her live forever. 
but also age semi-normally through the late 20th slash early 21st century. Um, and, uh, that's, that's what happened. Seems likely. So Hillary Clinton, we have concluded, or asked, was to blame for every tragedy we spoke of tonight, and honestly, probably all the others, too. And Hill, we'd love to have you on the podcast for you to answer for your crimes, so... Right, like, why aren't you coming on? You must have something to hide. Just tweet at me. Oh, I think we should take a little more, you know, just be like, just tweet at me, Hill, let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. I don't know, I I feel like we can do a good cop, bad cop, because I want, I want answers from... From, from I also feel like, you know, she <laughs> should come because the three of us did a canvas for her together. That is That's true. It was that adorable. We did not talk about conspiracy theories with any of the voters of Virginia. I mean, I don't know. I canvassed separately from you. Well, point, only so because, you know, you know, we were trying to split people. up the turf, but like, yeah. okay. And she did win Virginia, so. She did. Thanks to us, really. Coincidence? Absolutely not. And you're welcome, <laughs> Hillary, and we will take our payment um, in the But form also, of Hillary, please just, like, go back in time and be the president. And honestly, Hillary, yeah. we, we can do this anywhere. We can go to Common Ping Pong. <laughs> we can go to the basement or the underground tunnel system. You know, <coughs> just saying, we don't have to do, do it in Alex's not indoors. <laughs> this has gone super off the rails. But I do just want to say that this has been the first week of Donald Trump's presidency, and I am uh, extremely bummed. It's terrible. Uh, and very depressed, and uh, and talking about these conspiracy theories has made things feel a little bit funnier. Yeah. But also, we still have to be vigilant and fight for, you know, things that are good. Especially because he was one of the hosts of our original conspiracy theory podcast. He was one of our original hosts! Where he was kind of like Chevy Chasing Community, where he really Saying the N-word all the time. Saying the N-word all the time. And, like, not really sure what was going on, because I think he was convinced of everything he was saying while we were yeah. just bullshitting. Sorry for my language. No, it's cool. I'm, yeah, well. I, uh, right. So, yeah. Uh, so, if you're listening to our podcast and you've somehow made it all the way to the end of this podcast, and you're not one of the three of us. Or a ghost. Or a ghost. But it also, no, if you're really? a ghost, that's okay. fine. Just email us uh, at cast at gmail.com. Um, and tell us what we should talk about on our next episode because we will do a whopping 40 minutes Exposed of Wikipedia it. research cumulatively uh, into whatever topic. Yeah, and if it's good, I might do like an extra 10 minutes of research on my own. I might listen to promise. a podcast while I'm in the shower. Whoa. I did that earlier. Promise. Uh, yeah, and send pics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also maybe donate to the ACLU if you hey, feel like doing or, or, you know, to uh, refugee support that'd be cool too mm-hmm. international rescue committee Care. syrian american medical society max wolfson without borders max wolfson school for the criminally handsome yeah these don't, are all don't worthy causes it's not a 501c3 you cannot it's a, it is a super pack and i just run attack ads <laughs> against people that i went to high school with <laughs> um all right well uh i think that's probably all we have to talk about today all right Wait, what is this ghostly portal that's opening? Whoa! Whoa!